You're listening to Holistic Wednesdays, your weekly podcast for all things holistic in the modern world. We hope this episode offers you hope, healing, and transformation. Let's join Amy and Shelly. Hey, Shelly. Hey, Amy. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. What are we going to talk about today? Changing a habit. Ooh, this is a good one because a lot of people have habits that they want to change, especially with the new year coming. And hypnosis is a very effective way to overcome or change a habit. Yeah, I think it's a great tool for the toolbox. Once you know how the subconscious works, then yeah, change is a good thing. We consciously want to change and be healthy, don't we? Yes. Yeah, we find that most people feel stuck and they're unable to change behaviors. And some people even feel that attempting to address the change is really hard. And they feel that they have no choice but just to continue the habit, even when they know on some level that it's not a good habit or healthy for them. And the unwanted habits seem to have a mind of its own. And as a result, harmful habits are just repeated automatically. Because we're not aware. How about you? I totally agree. The situation arises because our habits are controlled by our subconscious part of our mind. And the subconscious is not easily communicated with on a daily basis. We need to let the unconscious mind know that we are ready to change. Yes. You have to almost take back over control of your mind is what it is. Your subconscious is there to protect you. So its first line of defense or first thought is to just always protect you. So it's going to keep doing the same thing that you've always done because it thinks that that's the way that's protecting you. And in order to get it to change, you have to be aware of the things that you do and then work backwards. Many of our habits originated a long time ago as a way to cope with stress or anxiety. And as you were saying, our subconscious mind just wants to keep us safe and it knows the time that we started this habit it kept us safe or we thought it was keeping us safe. So the unconscious mind just keeps repeating it as a safety mechanism for us. But we have to let the unconscious mind know that we no longer need to be protected from that, that it's totally safe, that maybe we can deal with anxiety or we can deal with stress or whatever it is that causes habit without the habit of, say, smoking or drinking or eating or whatever it may be. And also we have a lot of habits that have habits around them, which take up a lot of time. And people don't realize how much time our bad habits or the habits that we want to change, how much time they actually take up in our life. Like smoking, for instance, a person that smokes, it can take you minutes to get to that place. Like you have to be in a certain place. You have to be either sitting or you have to be in front of this place, or maybe you're a driving person where you drive and you smoke. All these things, though, add up to a lot of time loss when Mm -hmm. you look back at how much time those habits are sucking out of your life. So you really have to look at the time factor, too. Exactly. And money. Yes. Yes. A lot of these habits are expensive, whether it's cigarettes or vapes or or if, if your habit is overeating. I mean, food. That extra food you're eating costs. Um, Drinking. Alcohol is expensive. Uh, no matter what your habit is, it's probably costing you. And changing well, it could really add to your your pocketbook. Well, and your health, because, you know, a lot of those things obviously um, are a negative contribution to your health, too. So your overall physical health 
could be improved by lessening one of these habits or more. And I think health is probably the number one reason that people really do want to stop their habit. They're used to that extra time and they're used to that extra money. Getting back that time and that money is just an added benefit, but the goal should really be health um, to improve your overall health. And I think that most people find when they break one of these habits, other parts of their health start to get better as well. Yes, especially like their mental health because they've realized how much they've used all these other habits around the habit, as well as the habit itself to create this whole like life that they're going to get back so much time freedom mm-hmm. once they, once they stop doing that and then create other habits in its place that are more constructive. Well, there's three stages when we develop a habit, we don't just develop a habit overnight. Typically you, I mean, really, when you think back to cigarettes, the first time you smoked a cigarette, I don't think anyone was like, I love this so much. I'm going to do this the rest of my life. No, it's developed over three stages. It's commonly said that it takes 21 days to develop a habit. And the first stage is the initial sensitizing event. So that would be that first cigarette or that first alcohol or that first binge eating whatever it is. And this is when the habit was first formed. And we find that a lot of people are able to recall their very first time that they started whatever habit it is that they're ready to get rid of. They remember. And if if they don't remember uh, just right offhand, we can take them there pretty easily and quickly in hypnosis. So they can remember that exact moment. And it can be, it's really beneficial to regress back to your first experience and to look at what feelings you experienced during that very first attempt. And I bet for most people, if we're looking at like some of these habits like smoking and drinking, their first time was probably back in childhood and research has shown it's usually an act of rebellion or to be cool or to fit in. And that's and sometimes trauma will affect someone to um, push them into something that eases their anxious feelings during a time of trauma. And um, here's the other thing, things like tobacco. I've read that nearly a third of anybody who tries smoking a cigarette becomes addicted to the nicotine. A third. Wow, a third. So that's, that's a huge percentage. So you're almost guaranteed to be addicted when you start smoking. The odds the odds are against you immediately. The next stage, it's when that habit, you recognize that that habit has a benefit. You really have to look at what benefit does this habit have for you? Because you probably wouldn't still be doing it if it didn't have some kind of habit for you. So and we see this a lot where, especially with like smoking, the, the client knows it's a bad habit and they want to stop, but yet they feel some type of comfort from it, some type. There's something that everyone gets from their habit or they wouldn't still be doing it. The excuse of using it as a break to get away from everybody and go out and smoke. And and a lot of times, because these days, not as many people smoke, um, it's a way to get away from everybody. So maybe it's to kind of decompress or get away from the stimulus, maybe it's a form of anxiety where they want to get away from people for a minute, Um, whatever it is, 
it could totally be replaced with something that's a lot more healthier. That's for sure. Once we figure out what benefit that is that the habit's bringing to the client, then it's easier for us as the hypnotherapist to help them create new habits in that place with behavior modification, which we will get to. But before we do, the third step is once we identify the benefits, then we can really look at is that benefit a need or is that just a desire? And once we figure out that, then that's going to really help us figure out how we can replace that need or desire with our behavior modifications. It's really digging in deep to what's why we started the habit to begin with. We can figure out quickly how, like where we can start with them. If it goes from, I can quit, I just don't want to, or I have no control over the addiction itself. I think that's the starting place with a client when they come in because they have that desire. But we have to figure out, do they, is it in that transition period where it's like, oh yeah, I can take it or leave it, but I don't feel like it. Because there's a piece of them that still doesn't want to transition, I think. Um, I think they have to come to us with an end date. And so there's something that that makes me believe that if they don't come to us with a date that says, I want to quit by, um, then they're not really serious. And or then the part that they come to us and say, I have no control over this addiction. Help me because it's interfering with their life. And one of the first questions that I will ask a client during consultation is, why do you want to quit? And what the answer to that question really is the determining factor if I'm going to take them as a client, because it will only, they'll only be able to quit if they want to quit for themselves. Absolutely agree. If they want to quit because their kids want them to, or their parents want them to, or their spouse wants them to, or they just feel like they need to, the success rate is not going to be very high. And also, if they try something outside of life coaching, hypnotherapy, like a second modality, something usually that's physical, like a reflexology or an acupuncture, the success rate goes up up exponentially. It's like something like 90% at mm-hmm. that point. Like your, your success rate is almost guaranteed. And the first step really... Once we decide that they are ready to stop, they're ready to quit for themselves. We've looked at that first event. We've looked at the benefit that it brings. It's to really talk about behavior modifications, because I think that is one of the most important factors in stopping a habit is modifying how you overcome that sensation. Well, you're addicted to the habit of it all is what I say. It's kind of a a circle. A bad circle, Mm -hmm. honestly. It's more about awareness, though. For instance, Mm -hmm. if we're going to use smoking, like, do you sit down? What kind of cigarettes do you smoke? Do you smoke with your left hand, your right hand? Do you smoke with your two first fingers or your last finger? Like, you want to make it as uncomfortable for the client, too, when they go to stop the habit so that all those little unhabits that they're now undoing, they are so cognizant now of how much time it takes to do all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And what a pain in the butt it is. And so, like you said, we're going to make it uncomfortable. Nasty cigarettes that they don't like. The opposite hand in a different place than usual. Before, if you you smoked inside, we would say, okay, now you have to go outside and smoke. 
if you smoked in your car before, now you're not going to smoke in your car. You're going to have to get out of your car and smoke. You're going to hold it in your other hand. And then also the next type of behavior modification is just trying to help that sensation that you want, say, for smoking, the hand to mouth. And something that works great for that is carrying a water bottle with you. And every time you want to take a puff, get a drink of water. Yes. Wow, that's so healthy for you, too. You'll be upping your water intake or whatever. It could be something else um, that you like. But typically, water is one of the best ways to replace that sensation that you crave with something more healthy. My father used sunflower seeds because that hand mouth thing. Mm -hmm. And within about a week and a half, I believe, he never smoked cigarettes again. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Behavior modification is powerful. First step is to figure out how you can modify your behavior. And then the second step is we're going to go in and we're going to talk to the unconscious mind. And feed it some good positive things, as well as give it some anchors so that when you are in certain places doing certain things that the uncomfortableness of the smoking goes away and the comfortableness of taking on whatever new habit becomes very easy. Something that, that you would see in a hypnotherapy session for, say, quit smoking or any unhealthy habit would be a little bit different than a typical session because it's not, I want to let the unconscious mind know that this is not healthy. So I'm going to tell the unconscious mind the effects that's going to happen to the body if this habit is continued. And that's really powerful because like you said, the, the unconscious mind wants to protect us. And it's a lot easier for the unconscious mind to let go of the habit when it understands the dangers, when it understands, oh, this is no longer protecting this body that I'm here to protect. And that's a real game changer because your whole thought process behind it stops. You reach for that cigarette and your conscious brain and your unconscious brain are in agreement that this is not what you really want. And we use the behavior modification to train the hand, the mouth, the body to replace it. It's a very beneficial way to get the results that you want to stop a habit. Most people that come to us either come to us with a date in mind that they want to stop smoking or stop whatever the habit is that they want to break, or they come to us with the addiction in mind, thinking that it's overpowering them and they don't know how to get out of it. So really you only have a couple of different scenarios that come to us that want to break a bad habit. And I think replacement of that habit with something that brings positive light to the situation is awesome. So if they're a smoker, maybe they they, like you said, they drink some water or they go for a, a walk or they um, do something positive in their life, something that brings them joy. Some people think that it's so hard to overcome any type of addiction. They think it's so hard that they don't even want to take the first step to try. And I say to anybody that's listening today, just know it's really easy with hypnotherapy. We just have to identify the habit that you want to change. Look at how long you've had this habit. Look at the impact that it has on your life now, positive and negative. And look at your current behaviors. And then you can learn those opposite behaviors. 
which we talked about behavior modification, incorporated with hypnotherapy so we can let the unconscious mind know that this is no longer going to protect us, bring the conscious and unconscious mind into agreement with your modified behaviors. And that's all it takes. Yeah. It's, it's really not that hard. And I know people think, well, they've tried a patch or they've tried, you know, cold turkey or, you know, for weight loss, they've tried different fad diets and uh, maybe they've even lost weight and then gained it back. So they worry about that. But this is totally different. This is actually getting to the root of why you have this habit and teaching you positive behaviors to replace these negative behaviors with. And remember, it takes 21 days to create the habit. It may take 21 days to totally break the habit. So we can't guarantee it's an overnight, you're going to quit. Some people do. They really do. But if you've quit for a week and you have that urge and you give in one time, it's okay. Remember, it took 21 days to cre of you doing this every single day for it to be a habit. Give yourself time and just keep at it. And, and you will be able to overcome the habit. So I don't, usually see don't let good results 21 days to 90 days a lot of times with people. And just, you and like you were talking about earlier, when you incorporate it with another modality, it's even faster. Yeah, it's fast. What about weight loss? Have to make it an uncomfortable occasion, you know, just like smoking. You want to see what the feelings are behind it. When did it start? What do they associate with when they're eating? Are they thinking of other things? Are they doing it out of a, out of maybe boredom? Are they doing it out of anxiety or anxious feelings? Why are they eating? And what times are they eating? And then you want to address those and then give them alternative things. So then maybe every time they go to the kitchen, they have to get a glass of water instead of getting something to eat. Or every time they go past the kitchen, they need to do X, you know, like whether it's throw something in the laundry or go grab, you know, their favorite cup and, and grab a glass or water or something. But just adjusting what they do and maybe making the modifications to where the kitchen is always like, you know, it always takes us to food, right? We think of food and we think of kitchen. But if we are able to modify that thought of maybe the kitchen being the place where we prepare such nutritious food, like we are able to cut open oranges and do all those great things that bring us good food to our bodies, good nourishment, then maybe we can create those smaller habits that people don't even realize that they're thinking when they, when they think about a kitchen. I think there needs to be a reward system too for both. So whether it's a smoking habit that you want to break or a weight loss that you want to break, there needs to be some kind of motivation for that. And rewards are always a good thing. Um, maybe rewarding yourself for every time you're able to drop a, um, a pant size, you know, like a real reward where you take yourself out of town or you, you know, go get yourself a new outfit or something cool that reminds you why you're going for that particular goal and, and how you'll feel. So being in your feelings and knowing where you're coming from when you're looking at things like that, like these habits is huge because it's all an awareness game. 
and then giving that response, that, that positive response that, you know, I'm going to reward myself each time goes right to that same pleasure center where you were beating yourself up all the time. And instead of beating yourself up, you're now giving yourself pleasure or reward for the things that you're creating. So I think that's, that part is huge also. When we look at weight loss and changing habits, the way we eat our food, what does that hypnotherapy session look like? Like, what are, what are you, what does the unconscious mind need to hear in that situation? Like in quit smoking, we're going to tell the unconscious mind the negative habits of, or the negative effects of smoking. But for food, what kind of things are we, are we doing? And you'll do the same thing with food. There's a lot of negativity or negative things that can happen if you're eating the wrong kinds of foods. There's diabetes that you can create if you don't have it already. There's headaches that you can get from eating certain types of foods. Maybe you're not eating the right types of nutrients. You can literally starve yourself by just eating the wrong types of food because you're robbing yourself of good nutrients. So I think a lot of times people don't realize that and they don't realize that that is a reward to, to give yourself good food instead of bad food. So a lot of the things that you would do in hypnotherapy is you want to anchor those good positive thoughts of how you can reward your body, how you can nourish your body in those great food sources and how some of those negative things that you have been doing, what it's doing to your body and how much time you spend, you know, eating in front of the television versus maybe going out for a walk and enjoying nature and, and putting that good positive stuff into your brain. So I think it's just choices. And one thing I love about um, hypnotherapy when it comes to changing a habit is the celebration. We allow the client to imagine themselves after they have accomplished either their weight goals or their imagine themselves not smoking and imagine that whatever their addiction is, imagine themselves, how they feel, how they look, how do they breathe, what is different and really enabling them to see themselves like that really builds their confidence and they're excited because they know what they're working towards then. And that's a really important tool to have too, especially in the beginning, because being able to recall that memory of how they felt and how they looked will kind of keep them going when they feel the craving or the urge. And it's a good thing that hypnotherapy offers that really no other modality does. It's the feeling as if, as if you were already in that place. And I think that's a, that's a really good place to be for clients because once they get to that point, they realize that there's so much more potential in so many other areas too, that they could actually build on. So the power of as if it's huge. Yeah, it is. We should do a whole podcast on that. We should. I think people will feel so much better after breaking a habit that they've had for so many years, costing them things like their health, their, their money, their time, their resources, uh, maybe keeping them stuck in the house. Maybe it's a, a, a reaction to help keep them inside the house. I know some people sometimes will take on habits and it's a way of like protecting them from being out with other people. And um, they use that habit to stay indoors or stay away from other people with that habit. So I know habits can be extremely destructive. And so I think that for most people, just knowing that there's an a, another side 
um, that their their habits that have been destructive don't have to be the the it for them that they can create a whole new life by shedding all those creating new positive habits that reinforce how great they are we're not just talking about smoking and and weight loss and we're also talking about things like nail biting hair pulling face picking but in any kind of habit that a person develops that they're ready to break that habit they can do it with hypnotherapy the same technique that we talked about today um, just you know different maybe different behavior modifications different suggestions to the unconscious mind but it's the same concept so any habit that you feel like you you have that you would like to get rid of I encourage you to give hypnotherapy a try because I definitely believe that you can break any habit with hypnotherapy the only thing is you have to be ready to break it and you have to be doing it for yourself if, if you do, if you're not don't waste your time don't waste a hypnotherapist's time don't waste anyone's time because until you are a hundred percent ready to do it and do it for yourself it's not going to happen but once you make that choice hypnotherapy will be a huge huge help in changing a habit, breaking a habit, making positive habits, turning negative habits into positive habits. Really, the possibilities are endless. Yeah, can't wait to see you whole and healthy. And tomorrow is Thanksgiving. It is. Happy I'm early so Thanksgiving. Excited. Happy early Thanksgiving to you too. I'm so excited to see friends and family uh, tomorrow. How about you, Amy? Yeah, I'm excited too. So what are we talking about next week? Well, now that we've talked about changing a habit, next week let's talk about navigating change. Oh yeah, that's hard for a lot of people. It is, and we're looking at the close of a year and the start of a new year. And a lot of people like to make changes. They, they like to reflect on their past year and look at what they can change in the upcoming year. And sometimes when they get the change that they want, they're not really sure how to navigate it. Maybe they're feeling a little bit overwhelmed. And that's a natural feeling, but there's ways that you can navigate through that. Yeah, there's definitely some ways that you can navigate through that. And um, I think that's a great topic for us to share for the new year for people so they can get on track and learn how to figure it all out and yes. we've also got a contest going don't we amy Woohoo! we're giving away oil <laughs> shelly tell them all about it we have lemon oil the one of the best essential oils in the bunch for doTERRA it actually is one of the oils that i keep in my first aid kit as a as my in my toolbox um, lemon oil is awesome you can use it as an internal you can um, put a drop in your water you can use it um, to clean with for a natural cleaner um, as one of your ingredients with water and vinegar um, and lemon oil is just amazing it's really great for internal um, like I said because it helps with blood flow and keeping your blood, uh, everything flowing and, and your 
your cells not sticking. Lemon is amazing. It just smells so good. And the power of lemon is that when you smell it, you just feel energized and you feel like sunshine in a bottle. So I'm excited to give away a bottle of lemon and tell them how they win it, Amy. All they have to do is go to Spotify or your favorite streaming app and follow Holistic Wednesdays. With a W. Screenshot that you're following and email it to holisticwednesdays at gmail.com. We've already got a lot of people that's entered. They are ready to win the essential oil, and we are going to announce it live on our show on December 14th. Woohoo! And we will contact them via the email that they send the screenshot to and get their information and ship out the oil the very next day so they can receive it in time for Christmas. I think that's a lovely way to start the holidays. How about you, Amy? I do too. Well, Amy, I want to thank you for this Wednesday. Let's wrap it up. And I look forward to seeing you again next Wednesday. And until then, happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. And happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Holistic Wednesdays with Amy and Shelly. Love our content? Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at Holistic underscore Wednesdays. That's Holistic with a W. And subscribe to our YouTube channel for extra content and live events.